there's multiple shapes and sizes to decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. Welcome back to Blanche Speed, the podcast where we talk to you about boiling your vegetables and then putting them in ice cold water. <laughs> I'm Brendan. I'm Zach. <laughs> and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we had a little break. Uh, a little break? It was like two weeks, it was, right? It was a two-week break, yeah. We're ba- back in the stew. Back yeah. in the stew here in glorious Calvert County. Yeah, so you had a you had a, a, a thing, a news I article. I, I don't know if it's a news article. It's just like a a comically written short essay. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's something that it looked like it was published in news somewhere. Yeah. De- I definitely wouldn't call it an article. I okay. mean, maybe like a column <laughs> or like a piece. All right. All right. But someone posted this on Facebook and it made me laugh. So therefore, it should make everyone laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's titled... 12 bottles. There is no credit to the author because that author could not be found, nor could I be bothered to go look up who wrote the article, nor was I going to do the research. So, starts off with the letter I. Okay. And then it's followed by three letters of H-A-D. This is going to be a <laughs> long episode, ladies and gentlemen. I had 12 bottles of whiskey in the cellar, and my wife told me to empty the contents of each bottle down the sink or else. I proceeded with this unpleasant task. I withdrew the cork from the first bottle and poured the contents down the sink, with the exception of one glass, which I drank. I abstracted the cork from the second bottle and did likewise with the exception of one glass, which I drank. I withdrew the cork from the third bottle and poured the whiskey down the sink, with the exception of one glass, which I drank. I pulled the cork from the fourth sink and poured the bottle down the glass, which I drank. I pulled the bottle from the cork of the next and drank one sink out of it and threw the rest down the glass... I pulled the sink out of the next glass and poured the cork from the bottle. Then I corked the sink with the glass, bottled the drink, and drank the pour. When I had everything emptied, I steadied the house with one hand, counted the bottles, corks, glasses, and sinks, and the other, which were 21. And And as the house came by, I counted them again. I finally counted all the houses and one bottle, which I had drank. I'm not under the alkafluence of alcohol, but I think, think of peep I am. I am not half so thunk as you might drink. I fool so feelish. I don't know who is me, and the drunker I stand here, the longer I get. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. It's, dude, I just realized it's really hard to read and then look up in the middle and try to find your exact spot. Again. Sure thing, yeah. No, that, that's really good. I like that. That's like clevery, cl- kind of clever. 100. That's And just like really funny. It's brilliant. I don't know. It's like one of the classic joke where it's like, I swear to drunk, I am not God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I got, I got a joke. I got a joke for you. Okay. It's, it's a little bit shorter than that. I hope so. So a horse walks into a bar and the bartender says, hey, are you... Oh, and the horse orders a drink. Okay. The bartender says, hey, are you an alcoholic? You seem, to, you seem to drink a lot here. And the horse says, I think not. And poof, he disappears. So that sorry, that joke would have been funnier had I had I mentioned or brought up Descartes and the whole like uh, I think therefore I am you know the horse I think for therefore I am he said <laughs> I think not and disappeared. 
I, sh- I guess I should have mentioned it first, <laughs> but that would have been that putting is... Descartes before the horse. <laughs> I'm so mad you just played me like a little fiddle. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I, that's, I think that's a really old joke, but I just came across it this week and I'd never, I'd never heard it or it's been a really long time. So since that's who Descartes is. The guy that's who, who said, Descartes. I think, therefore I yep, am. That's the dude. That's the guy. What a douche. What a <laughs> stupid joke. Yeah. Uh, it got me. It it, de- it definitely got me. <laughs> Did the person tell this, the joke the same way? Pretty much. The horse, and then they're like, "Oh, I should have mentioned that this was Descartes." Yeah, yeah. There's something. There's something about it being in like a college classroom, and then the, the philosophy students chuckled, and it, ah. it was told a little differently, but it, it's pretty much the same three key points. So, there's that. Yeah. So what have you? So it's been two weeks since we've seen each other. No, no, we just didn't do it last week. We were just those people. It was the new year. We were focusing on us, you know, rebuilding the podcast from the ground up. Oh, yeah. Since it has yet to get off. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Blanche Speed. (laughs) Tell all your friends about our vegetables. Uh, So I finished The Mandalorian. Oh, you did? I did. Would you recommend me to finish it? Mm, Would I? I don't know. There's a there's so many holes. It it is better. Like everyone says, the last two episodes are really good. The last two episodes, in my opinion, are uh, okay. Considering I think pretty much the rest of the series is garbage. No. Yeah. So I mean, like if, if you want to be slightly less disappointed than you are, then yeah, finish it. But if you're okay with just just being like, eh, then I don't think you miss anything. Okay. I I can't. I I don't know who wrote that. I I just thought they did such a terrible job. It was so bad. And there's so many holes in the last episodes. And yeah, there's like a couple funny parts and a couple like cool parts or whatever dramatic things going on. But just in general, bad. Bad story. I did not like the storytelling or writing or any part of like the first five episodes I watched. So I have just no desire to finish it. Yeah, I, I can't say I blame you. And if you don't have a ringing endorsement for it, I definitely will not be finishing it. But did you know that the Yoda puppet or well, it's not. It's not Baby Yoda, but the the Baby Yoda puppet uh, cost five million dollars. So, Jesus! In one of the in one of the scenes, Adam Pally, who was uh, one of the two stormtroopers, like watching over the Baby Yoda, uh, he hits the Baby Yoda, and the director was like, "Cut, cut, cut," and uh, <laughs> he he called him over, and he was like, "That uh that puppet cost like five million dollars." So. While I want you to hit it, I just want you to know that. <laughs> and the dude was so scared that he missed it on the next couple of next couple of shots. Classic stormtrooper fashion. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Five million dollars just for a little thing that floats in the air. Yeah, but it's not. It's not even the floating part. It's just the little puppet thing. Just the green thing. Just the puppet. Literally just. The yeah, puppet. they overpaid for it. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, CGI would have cost way less than that easily yeah but i read i read a headline that was like uh star wars is an example of why we need puppets in an age of cgi and i don't know it doesn't really speak to me let's let's move off of this since i don't really care about mandalorian <laughs> I, i'm pretty much done with it i i don't think i'm gonna watch second season watchmen finished that too that was really good and the director of that just has no interest in doing a second season so hbo is probably not gonna do a second season of it which sucks because there's there's like a little cliffhanger at the end. Did they wrap up most of the storyline though? No, not well, not really. No, there's like a 
it's it was like a seasonal storyline. Okay. It, it's not like uh, the world's exploding and everybody needs to save it, and then they save the world. It's not like the Avengers. Okay. Uh, but there's a seasonal storyline. A couple things got resolved. There are still some loose ends, uh, and they they could have done anything with it. They could do anything from this point. But unfortunately, uh, it it looks like it's not gonna happen. Somebody else could pick it up, but I don't know. Is it is it one of HBO's better? Is it better than uh what's what's the one that had a really good first season and then the second season Westworld? Is it as good as Westworld? Uh, I thought that the first season of Westworld was because it was so different than anything I had seen before. I thought that the first season of Westworld was a little bit better than than Watchmen. Okay, but not not much. I mean, they're both really good shows, and Watchmen has a lot of it's like a totally different universe like really hard to compare the two but uh yeah it was really good i really enjoyed it i'd recommend it what is watchmen about sorry i don't i don't even know the the movie it's uh it's just another comic book thing vigilantes kind of mostly without superpowers and uh dr manhattan who went inside a nuclear reactor i think or something like that dr manhattan was the guy who created the atom bomb no, it was the Manhattan Project. Ah, there ah, we go. Got him. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> I knew I was close. It was, but he was working on that, I think, and like somehow got disassembled and reassembled, and then he's basically a god. I don't know. It that that's weird. The whole Watchmen thing <laughs> is it's it's a strange comic book universe. Okay. Uh, and there's not a there's not a whole lot of really material out there. So you were telling me earlier this. I don't know if it was this week or last week, but like. You had a little rant fest on movie making. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So I've been watching a lot of movies recently. <laughs> Just like there aren't... After we finished a couple of shows, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that we really wanted to watch TV show-wise. So we watched a bunch of movies. And I, I, I think that my favorite genre by a landslide is action comedy. I think that's got to okay. be the best. I mean, like, I looked up some of the top action comedy movies. You have Deadpool. Ooh, uh, good one. The Nice Guys. Also a really good yeah. one. <laughs> uh, the second one is actually one that I watched this past couple of weeks, The Hitman's Bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. I've been mean, I, I couldn't remember what the movie was called. That you Hitman's told me to watch. Bodyguard. So good. So funny. Uh, and, and I just love action comedies. But I was I was looking at you know what makes a movie successful, or why why do movies do so good in the box office, uh, and so I I looked up a bunch of statistics and I like kind of combed through them all and came up with a, a an idea, okay. I guess. Um, only five movies in the top fifty grossing movies of all time are the first in an intellectual property. Okay. So all the all of the rest of them. They already have a really strong backing. So they're either in the Marvel Universe, which has been around forever, and everybody knows Marvel, so it's going to get a lot of publicity, or it's a sequel. Okay. Uh, and so the those five are Avatar, Titanic, Frozen, Jurassic Park, and Zootopia. How does believe it or not. Frozen fall in there if it's... I guess, I guess that's Disney. Yeah. But it's not exactly... Because there are Disney movies that flop. Are there? Yeah. I haven't. Th- I can't think of one off the top of my head. I can't think of one either. But I know there are Disney movies that don't do nearly as good. 
Agreed. I mean, Frozen's sixteenth in the list of gr- top grossing movies of all time. That's just just in theaters. That's nuts. So that's that's pretty good. But like, that's not that much. No. All all of the rest of them, like Harry Potter, but based on books that were already really popular. You know, the Avengers, based on other Avengers movies or Marvel movies and Marvel comics and oof it's like nobody has an original idea anymore or at least an original idea so, that's not successful so does that bother you it that- does it really does I mean like uh, Avatar and Titanic are number two and three yes. um, top 50 grossing movies of all time what is number one it's Endgame oh fuck yeah which I watched and was thoroughly disappointed well, actually, my expectations were really low, so I, I, they met my expectations <laughs> being really not that good. My expectations were, like, mediocrely high, and it just absolutely thrashed them. I, I did not like that movie. No. I really liked Infinity War. I did not like Endgame. Uh, but, so, Avatar and Titanic. So, basically, what I'm trying to say is James Cameron's God. That's true. I mean, so, out of the movies listed that you have listed up there, Avatar is by far my favorite one out of those. Yeah. I can see that. Avatar was so interesting to watch. It was it was a, a similar storyline to many other stories, you know. Somebody's in trouble, this hero, this unknown hero is going to rise up from the ashes, pretty much literally, uh and save the save the world. Okay. Yeah. But the the take of it, the, you know, using technology, him becoming and like, you know, not I don't know if it was a religious standpoint, but like a the theological standpoint where he became an actual person of their tribe he went from being a human to this avatar race Mm -hmm. that was pretty that was pretty interesting and then also the cgi the artwork is really good amazing i mean especially for i think it was 2010 yeah the the technology they had and the fact that i've yet to watch a movie that's been that pretty to look at yeah absolutely i i need to go back and watch it but it's just kind of long it is super long. It took me three days to rewatch it. Is it is it a three hour movie? I think so. No. Yeah, it's pretty good. But uh I I had another thing that I wanted to kinda ask you. Okay. So the last movie in a series always tends to do the best in movies. In the movie theater. Really? So like the last Harry Potter, the last Avengers. Uh there are some other examples that I can't Terminator think of. Terminator can't be there though. Uh probably not. Terminator 2 was is usually seen as the best one. And 3 and whatever the last one, Judgment Day and God, I don't know. So I guess of the ones that are on here, okay. Uh that are already in the top 50, the the last movie in the sequel the series or whatever has done the best. Do you think that's because people really like the last movie and and they want to watch it over and over again or other people haven't seen the first couple movies and they don't want to be left out. Ooh. Do you, like, do you think that there, what percentage of people that went to go see Endgame didn't see Infinity War? Probably a lot. And then how many people went and rewatched it? Because, I mean, it did absurdly well at the box office. I know, I know of a couple people who went and rewatched Endgame multiple times in theaters. Because they like geeked out over like how much of a crowd pleaser it was. Didn't actually have any good meat in the story, but it was a great crowd pleaser. Had some cool moments. 
you know, all the people coming back to life. Like the most ambitious crossover of all time. <laughs> coming best movie ever. I, I did not think of the standpoint of, you know, have, uh, have people go, they, they'll go see the last movie just to kind of be included in the, you know, the hype talk as, as the series ends. Yeah. I feel like that's so common. I see if I'm, I don't, if I haven't seen all of the series, I won't go watch the last one because I hate not knowing exactly what's going on. I mean, it, it, it is, it could be a standalone movie. You could go and see it, it cause they give you enough of a background to know what's yeah. going on. But I mean, it, it's not, it's not the way I would recommend doing yeah, it. Yeah, But I'm such, I'm such a critical person that I have to know all of the possible backstory so I can pick apart the current standpoint. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So I, I think you, I, I think that's, you've nailed it like on the head that like, it's definitely the one where people go and see the last series, last movie of the series to, you know, be included, be all inclusive because I want to know how many people stopped watching game of Thrones and then watched just the last season. I so many, I'm sure so many because the viewership of the last series was so much higher than all of the previous seasons. Yeah, Definitely. And it's not like everyone was just like, oh, I'm going to watch all 70 episodes before this season comes out. They're not me. They're not going to, you know, spend an entire six days watching all of Game of Thrones. Yes, of course not. It would take you like two years of acceptable viewership to catch up to Game of Thrones. Okay. So I, I think I'm, I'm just like preaching to the choir now that like you've got it. I 100% <laughs> agree with you is definitely people going and trying to hop on the bandwagon. It's why we have so many Ravens fans right now. Lamar Jackson is God. Well, I also think it's how the critics review the movie. Cause a lot of the movies that I've watched recently, the critics score has been terrible and I've really liked it. I'm not. So what, I mean, what makes a movie critic, right? It's just someone who has that soapbox to stand on and tell <laughs> other people how they feel about movies. It doesn't mean they actually have a valuable opinion. That's true at all. So I can't wait for the day that AI is reviewing movies. How would it? you get you give it you give it a movie? So so what I think a movie review should be is if you're gonna like it. Okay. If if a certain group of people is gonna like it, so an AI could deconstruct a movie and like uh, gather the plot points and be like it's it's you know it follows this kind of line. If you don't like a, a movie with a huge twist, then you're not going to like this movie. Or like it, it hits these marks on comedy. It hits these marks on drama. I feel like that would be so hard to one program and two to evaluate a, like a subjective thing. So, so you, you break it into objective categories. Okay. And then from that, you can formulate a subjective review. Like, does the actor move his facial, like, does his face muscles move enough to be considered good acting? And sure. AI is like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can you can train an AI to do that, for sure. I mean, it's, well, they kind of train themselves after a while. It, I'm not saying it's going to be anywhere yeah, it's true. super close to now, but. I think, I think AI rating critically would be an acceptable because the baseline would be very consistent. Yeah. That's, and critics are just all over the board. Yeah. They're no. All over the place. And it's the audience is like only sometimes agrees with the critics. Like critics were saying that uh, the most recent Star Wars movie is like the best movie ever. Besides a couple. 
and the audience generally is just kind of liked it, you know? Yeah. I not mean, not 100%. A lot of people who enjoyed all the Star Wars did not enjoy the, the newest three. Yeah, well, I, mean, I think we probably talked enough about Star yeah, Wars. Get that, get that in. <laughs> but I think there will be a day when AI is making the movies, and that's going to be weird. Why? It's like... It's not impossible. It's your I, I I don't like that logical reasoning. Right. But I can't argue with it. I don't. It would be uh, financially a good idea for companies, like especially animated movies. That they could. Can you imagine if they could just crank out one really good kids movie every like six months? But what? So what happens if you know they get stuck in like the the creepy valley? Well, that's why they got to be animated, right? Well, yeah, I'm saying, but animated, but like. AI can understand how to deliver a line, but then like if they're off by just a little bit, even if they can't determine that they're off and we can't tell why it's off, we like our brains will still make us feel uncomfortable watching it. So I, I mean that, that creepy Valley, which is what you just described yeah. is uh, it's going to narrow as time progresses. Ooh, that's... It's going to get to the point where it's literally indistinguishable. Oh, uh, dude, I I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about AI creating movies. I think as long as we have actors, I don't because I don't think actors are going to accept AI direction. Probably, probably not. Or it could just be AI like writing the script. Ooh, that's true. And that could that could be good. I mean, who's to say they're not doing it already? I mean, like Disney. Uh, out of the top 10 movies this year in your 20 2019 they had seven of them really yeah domestic at least oh i, I want to say i want to say world too uh in just this in 2019 it, with disney movies they made 3.5 billion dollars in the u.s and uh 6.4 billion dollars internationally totaling 10 billion dollars just in the movies from 2019 Jesus. I mean, who's to say they don't have an <laughs> AI writing the perfect movie for them? They just have Walt Disney's racist ass body hooked up to an AI <laughs> and it's just translating his like frozen mind. Yeah. That would be good. They just cut out all the Hitler talk. They're like, oh, that, enough of that. Keep down there, Disney. <laughs> they have a filter. If it says anything about Jew, and just cut it. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that nobody seems to remember that. He was a racist asshole. Well, no, because his his the empire he built is so filled of joy and love. That sounds cliche as hell, but yeah, like, Disney's is considered like one of the happiest places on earth. I guess I think that's their slogan, right? I, it could be, but like I've never been to Disney, so I can't exactly crit- criticize it. Have you been to Disney? No. See, maybe we just didn't have good childhoods, and we just we stand on the wrong side of the fence for everybody. I have no desire to go to Disney, and I. I'd be okay never going, but I feel like that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have children and your wife wants to go, guess where you are going? But then it's going to be miserable, right? Because you got to watch the kids. You got to stand in line. You got to spend all day in the hot sun and AI. humidity. Just have AI walk the kids around. Perfect. I'll get one of those, <laughs> uh, one of those little robots that we talked about where uh, it, it like hovers around or not hovers. It, it rolls around and it's got like an iPad on it. And I'll yeah. just sit at home, drink a beer <laughs> and air conditioning. They can walk around the park. <laughs> Excellent parenting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that'd be great. That'd be great. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So uh, m- moving, moving away from movies 
I'm gonna talk about work for a little bit. Oh, you do? Uh, yeah. So uh, we've we've lost like a couple of people in the last month or two due to them leaving. Death. Or oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, in both cases, it's just because they wanted to live somewhere else, which you know I kind of sort of get. But like it, uh, both of those people I really enjoyed working with, and it sucks when <laughs> someone that you like working with leaves. It's like wait what am i what am i doing now it's like i'm here by myself now i'm even more alone sitting in the dark <laughs> it's like i have nobody to like chit chat with do you sit in the dark actually yeah because i sit in the lab and uh the the fluorescent lights are just way too bright and so they have the security lights are on right so it's like one one every like six or so lights are lit up all the time no matter what so i just sit in that lighting and there's one right above me. So that sounds like, depressing as hell. It, it's nice because it's a lot easier to look at stuff. It's easier on my eyes. Okay. Because, I mean, being in fluorescent lighting all day long sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing to, like, absorb any of the light or anything. It's just, like, tile <laughs> wall. It's great. Everything's white. It's I wonderful. I would say I've definitely experienced uh, people leaving that I've enjoyed working with, but I've never... No. I've... I currently haven't held a job. That sounds weird. I currently haven't stayed at a job long enough to have people to like build a real good connection with people that I work with. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not like I ever hung out with these people outside of work, but I enjoyed like literally just working with them. Like yeah. they were good to work with. And, uh, in, in my experience, which is not a whole lot, mind you, uh, at a job, you know, it's something like 80% of the people, I don't like working with that much. It, 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 like I'm, I'm neutral on like 50%. No, I'm neutral on like 40%. 40% I don't like working with <laughs> and 20% I do. That's 60% total. I said, what did I say? What did I say? I thought I said 40, 40, 20. Did I not? You said 40% I don't like working with. 40% I'm neutral. Neutral. There's. I didn't. Twenty percent. I do like. Okay. Right. okay. So it's like when I when I lose one of that twenty percent, it's like, oh man. Now, now we're down to like a 50, 50 40. <laughs> Yeah. It's like so. I we got a new guy, so we'll see how that pans out. He seems he seems all right so far, but it's like uh, it just sucks, man. I, I can I will assume that it does. I I am not. I don't. I don't really have that experience. I mean, it, it's it's kind of weird. I spend like. 40-ish hours a week with these people. I I feel like I spend a little bit less time than that at home. <laughs> I don't, obviously. But yeah. I spend more time in a working week, like Monday through Friday. I spend more time awake at work than I do at home. So it's like you, sp- you spend more time with your coworkers than you do your, your family. Yeah, I I definitely... I <laughs> See, my thing is I don't spend that much time with anybody at work because I'm usually on projects by myself. And I, yeah. I, I, I do everything solo. Uh, for the last week and a half, though, they brought in this contractor from Wyoming. Okay. I don't know why. They, 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 they're they like, yep, this guy out in Wyoming's got it. Like they, So they flew him in, and I worked with him all week, and we remodeled the bottom floor and the stairwell of a house that is built in our lab. We have an entire house built. How big is the house? Uh, Two-story. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's got an attic. Like a uh, pull down attic or like walk up stairs attic. Uh, currently, there is we haven't floored the attic. Okay, it's just a huge space that's yeah. just raftered right now. What do you have a whole house for? I have no idea. It was there when I got there, and it's apparently the fourth house we've had built in our lab. How 
did they did you build it did your company build it yes so eventually i will be tearing down this entire house and i will be rebuilding a new one to different specs when you say tearing down you mean like hand disassembling not like wrecking ball bulldozer yes because we don't we can't fit that equipment in our lab to do it so i will have to pull apart this house by hand maybe don't build it in a, in a warehouse man I, I build it out in the parking lot i i, I don't know Maybe if it needs to be weatherproof, build it under a tent. So there's a lot of things that we do that have to be environmentally controlled. We can't have we can't have rain in it. Build a bigger warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah, that's that's a big bummer. And the the thing was, they're like, we need to bring in this contractor so we can get all this stuff done. And they gave us a list of things that were impossible to accomplish in the you know the in ten days they gave us. Sounds like corporate. So they gave us ten days to do all these tasks and. The, the contractor's like, oh, yeah, we can get that done. And I was like, you're doing it wrong, man. You're over-promising, and you're going to under-deliver. <laughs> <laughs> you got to yep. under-promise, and you got to under-deliver every time. Under-promise and <laughs> under-deliver. Okay. You got to keep lowering their standards to where you meet them, finally. <gasps> wow. So I, I put in uh, 72 hours in 10 days. That Nope. That's, that's not right. Nope, nope, that's not right. 72 hours in the first first week. Okay, all right, that makes more sense because I was like, wow, good job. You worked make- less than a full <laughs> week of work for two weeks in a row. Like, what are you? I was working seven to seven most days. Well, that's, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of time at work. Yeah, that that really, real. Cha-ching! Uh, that is nice. The money would be nice, but I would not do it again. I could work 120 hours a week and I would still get paid the same. That hurts. Yeah. I will say I have an advantage there. I mean, yeah. you make more money than me, so not that big. I don't get an OT, though. I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah, but they also don't expect you to work OT. Mm, sort of. They won't expect you to put 72 hours in. They can't tell me that they expect me to work overtime. That's But true. they kind of expect it. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> no, but uh, when he left, I realized that I enjoyed working alongside somebody again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it didn't because what I usually do is I put headphones on and I work under like music all day long. I I'm like split, right? Like sometimes I like working by myself, just listening to music, just kind of being in my own headspace, just figuring out how to do stuff and getting it done. But other times it's like, well, obviously other times it's really helpful to have someone to like bounce ideas off of because it's otherwise you could just go down a hole and be down there forever and not not do it the right way in the end. Uh, whereas if you have someone to be like, that's, that's, you're an idiot. It, it helps to like get that back and forth and just like idle chit chat. Great. I, the idle chit chat made the day go by really quickly. But yeah, exactly. I, I didn't realize that I have a massive problem. Like people have a massive problem working with me because they think I'm talking to them all the time because I constantly talk to, to yourself, to myself. I am a constant cri- like critic of my own work. Out loud. Out loud. I will do something and I'll be like, what in God's green earth are you thinking? Like, did you think that was going to be a good strategy? Like, did your mother drop you enough when you were a child? Because apparently it, she did. Like, where were you going with this? And I'll be like, I'll get stuck or I'll do something wrong. And I'll just stand there and talk to myself about how I'm such like how I did it wrong. And for the first two days, this guy was apparently responding to me and I wasn't picking up on it. And then on this like on this, like the second night he was like, dude, he's like, what is your problem? And I was like, and he was like getting mad at me, and I was like, what, like, dude, what? I'm, and he's like, 
He's like, you can't just constantly critique my work. And I was like, I've never said anything about your work once. Like, this I, guy's a liar. <laughs> he was like, I've heard you. And I was like, I'm talking to myself. Like, that is me to myself. Like, that's why, I, like, I was such a poor, sh- like, shit in tennis was because I did that the whole time on the court. I would just talk and yell at myself. I, I seem like an absolute <laughs> psychopath. You're playing tennis? Great shot, dumbass! <laughs> that's, exa- that's exactly what would happen. So after that, he, he would still respond to me, but he, he enjoyed my commentary more now that he realized it wasn't directed at what he was doing. Well, yeah. <laughs> so is HR, did they write you a prescription to go see a psychologist? Why would they? Because well, you sound like you have mental problems. I don't. I just enjoy you're just, <laughs> you're just doing stuff and you're like, God damn, you suck. You suck. You should just quit and kill yourself and take a bunch of antidepressants and die. <laughs> just because you nailed in one nail at a 37 degree angle instead of a 45 degree angle. That was, that was, the, that was what the breaking point was because I put two nails through a stud. And I suddenly realized that I had not changed out the three and a half inch nails that I had previously been using to two inch nails. And so I just fucking skewered the wall. And there were just inch and a half pieces of nail sticking out. And I like, I shot both of them, but I did it in such rapid succession that like on the first one, I realized my mistake, my brain, like my muscles couldn't stop fast enough. And it was just like, chunk, and the second one went and I was like, now I have Way to, to go. I, I like stood there and I was like, I was like, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> and that's when he was like, what, dude, what is wrong? And I'm like, what? Like, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, difficulty working with others. That's a uh, that is all when you're uh, when you when you go to your next job and they ask for a reference and you'll give them the reference to this company. Difficulty working with others. That- Don't put him anywhere near customers <laughs> if he's working on something by himself. <laughs> I, I like when I work with headphones on. I don't even hear my own voice. I'm not because usually I'm not like yelling. I'm just like it's like this like low mumbling to yourself. Kind of, dude. You sound like a <laughs> psychopath. <laughs> it's just how it's how I cope with work. It's how you cope with everything. You just complain. That's true. It does. It does bleed out into other parts of my life. Just just a lot of it. <laughs> just a lot of it. Wow, but that's that's not the. It wasn't the first time, and it definitely is never going to be the last time that I've made an ass of myself at work. I had to sit through a seminar, an educational seminar on Friday. It was since the project that we had that that you know ten day project we had was making the house capable of receiving equipment for uh, handicapped accessibility. Uh, you know, like walls that can move. You know, the stairs are supported in a way. What? Walls that can move? Is yeah. that something handicapped people have in their house? So it's it's stuff that our lab is trying to, you know, companies came to us and they're like, hey, can you test our products? Or, or like, can you help us, you know, market a, a product? And there's one where what you do is you build the ceiling a certain way and you can, like, let's say the bathroom isn't big enough to accept someone who has a wheelchair. You can expand the bathroom outwards, that, that one wall that doesn't have anything on it. You can expand it outwards, and you'll like shorten a hallway while that person's in the bathroom. And after they're done and you don't need the bathroom to be that big, you can reopen the wall down. Do you, do you like push it, or is it on a like automated? Like- uh, it'll be, it, for right now, it's just, it's just basically uh, 
like a curtain wall. It's just a solid wall that's a curtain that just slides back and forth. So on the, a rail. those things that they have in like office buildings to like separate conference rooms. And stuff? Nope, it's an entire it's entire structured wall that's always there. Drywall studs and yep. everything. And you just move it. Mm-hmm. How does it move though? It's got casters on the bottom that sit in the floor, and then it also has guide rails at the top that keep it from toppling, and it just slots. So there. So the the trim hides the casters. Yep. And uh, okay. It is. It's a really nifty design, and it was. Uh, we didn't finish. That was like one of the big things we didn't get done, and he said that we would be able to. So it's up to me to build the wall, so it can accept all this equipment that it makes it move. Dude, I that would be excellent, especially like when I was a kid, like. You know. Were you in a wheelchair? Make my room just a little bit bigger every day, <laughs> and push my siblings out of their room. <laughs> I think it has really good practicality. There are some there are some things we're working on that are incredibly interesting. But the seminar was about how was educating us on how to treat, not treat, no, because we're not doctors, but how to interact with people who have disabilities. You're not allowed to say handicapped person anymore. Uh they have they have disabilities. And that so- that sounds worse to me. That's what I thought, but I, you know, I don't have a handy, I don't have a handicap or a disability, or of I'm, I don't have anything that really limits my day to day activity in any manner besides my inability to shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can't really speak on whether or not they're right or wrong. But to, in to me, it sounds more condescending for some of the things that they would prefer to be called, like a person who has short stature is what we would call, you know, like midgets or dwarves or little people or whatever other condescending words we can think of. Although they market themselves as little people. I agree. Little people, big world. Little people, (laughs) big family. Little people, big houses. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's little people, big food. Little people, big cars. But but, I mean, those are all 100% real shows on HGTV. (laughs) I just thought that that one that one stuck out to me particularly hard was it was just like people who have short stature. That's such a roundabout way to say short. Yeah. Well, under I think it's I think it's four eleven is the uh, four eleven is the cutoff for a midget. So all kids are midgets. Well, okay. Once your <laughs> development has mostly completed, if you don't hit that four eleven mark. There's a there's a girl um in my high school in Germany that she was four eleven and a half, it, I I, th- I think that's what it is. She was half an inch above the the midget thing, <laughs> and uh, she was like really nice. Like went to church all the time. And one time, one time, I said something about how she was only half an inch taller than the midget, and she like blew the fuck up on me. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I thought you were nice. <laughs> I was just messing around. They should can't take it. All right. Cool. Good to know. But the the person who presented the seminar, this is how she started the seminar off. She said, hey, guys, you know, I'm from Independence now. And then she explained her network. And she says, my name is Ariola. All righty then. And my name is Recto. <laughs> my name is Ariola. And she talks about that she has her own disability. She has lupus, 
It's n- it's never lupus. That's what I said. I said it's never lupus. <laughs> but I I was too busy. Distra- I didn't listen at all to the first like 10 minutes after she said her name because I was like, one, why would your parents name you that? Why, who, what is wrong with your parents? That they would literally say, hi, guys, this is nipple. <laughs> <laughs> and two, why wouldn't you change it? There's no way that you're like 35 years old and you're going to just be happy with the name Areola. I mean, you just own it. It's a talking point. That it is. It's it's better than um, I I know someone who knows someone, and their name was Pajama, which if you spell it out is P A J A M A, or Pajama. <laughs> and then of course the classic Orangelo and Lamangelo brothers, Orange Jello and Lemon Jello. <laughs> but no, so. She's, she takes a small break in her presentation to have us ask questions. And I wanted, I was about to raise my hand to ask a question. And I was just trying to figure out, am, am, I, am I just going to say ma'am? Or am I going to say Miss Ariola? And somebody spoke up before me and they go, come on, guys. I'm sure someone has a good question for Miss Aviola. And I was like, oh. Oh, that oh, makes that... that makes way more sense. <laughs> and like, cause I was like giggling like a child, <laughs> sitting there, and the girl, the girl, the engineer behind me, she, I, I've I've never met her before in my life until that day, and she's like, "What are you laughing at?" And I was like, "Her name's Nipple." And that's what I said to her, and then she didn't correct me. She was just like, she was like, she this just guy's an idiot. <laughs> like, this is the guy who built everything. This gonna suck. Yeah, so I thought, and once I realized her name wasn't Ariola, I wished it had been. It would have been much better than Aviola. Okay, that was a really long story. <laughs> uh, for for the whole point was you got somebody's you heard somebody's <laughs> name wrong. But I, we're talking about times I've made myself an ass at work in the last three, like the last two weeks. Yeah, lots apparently. Uh, and the last time was also on Friday. I uh, wanted to, somebody had asked me to do an errand for them, to go out and get some stuff, but they're not my supervisor, so I didn't have to do it, but I didn't have anything else to do, so I was like, sure, I'll go out and get it for you. He was busy under a heavy workload, and I was, I'm way ahead of mine. So I, was, I went out and got it, I came back, I put it all in the lab, and I sent him an email, because he had sent an email about like the list of things that he needs if someone has time to go get it, and I said, the contents that you have demanded in your previous email are sitting on the lab table, sir, ready for your approval, oh daddy, oh sire. Wow, that is such a weird thing to say to a coworker. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Are just asking to get HR to talk to you? You for, first off, you're yelling at yourself, <laughs> calling yourself. I an don't idiot, yell at myself. I just talk. And then, and then you you told another person that you work with that somebody else's name was Nipple <laughs> when it was. Not, and then you're calling someone else, oh, daddy? Oh, sire. Oh, daddy, oh, sire. Gosh. But, like, got issues. He, my coworker, honestly started that with the daddy comment. Sure he did. I'm dead, I'm dead serious. Him and I have a good, like, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Relationship? Rapport. We have very good rapport with each other, so we enjoy. I would say so. Messing. You don't with normally each other. get to that level if you hate someone. 
I mean, usually that's a term of sincere intimacy. (laughs) (laughs) But John, John comes over to my desk and he's like, dude. And I was like, what? He's like, look who you sent that to. And I realized I hit reply all. And that went to like my supervisor and uh, he's at the same level as that supervisor. And then it was sent to their supervisor as well. So it's a good thing you don't like this job that much. <laughs> no, Deanna already emailed me and told me that that is not the way to address people in emails. No shit. <laughs> no shit. It's but not I, the way to address I, people. But I, I, I think that I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to get HR'd for it. Actually, I know I'm not going to get HR'd for it because... Well, that's a mistake. It's, it's, it's a really relaxed working environment. It's the most... That- Shit, there's no fucking way it's that relaxed. It really is. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just a bunch of people who enjoy the work they do, and they they all have a very good sense of humor. Uh-huh. Almost everyone is satirical and dry. Meetings are really enjoyable because, like, you can get absolutely roasted, like, and in a fun way. It's. I, I yeah, can't, it doesn't sound that fun. It's only, there's only five of us, so that's probably why there's it's such a it's such a tight knit group. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And our supervisor, she doesn't do any hands on work. And oh, that's re- reserved exclusively for John. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does all the hands on stuff. Yeah. No, it's reserved for me. Oh, I oh. I do the hands on. Oh, work. normally normally that's back that's backwards. De- John we're calling you daddy. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> it's not in that way. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Enough <laughs> of that. Enough about my work and my experiences. I'm done. I'm done talking about it. I don't want to hear about it anymore. So I, I saw an advertisement on Reddit the other day, and this is probably one of the only times I've ever actually mentioned an ad to someone because it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's uh from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> it is a plant-based sausage patty. And from there, it's a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. But, but instead of being on like a bagel or a muffin or a biscuit, they put it on a glazed donut. So it's it is not real meat on a donut. See, the the tagline was "Get it with Snoop taste." The hell is Snoop? Snoop Snoop Dog Snoop Diggity Dog. So Snoop you'd lion. have to be high out of your freaking mind to enjoy Fuck, this. Probably, because <laughs> I, I mean that does that does not in any shape or form sound good to me. No, even if I was high, it wouldn't sound good to me. I, it doesn't. You don't you don't put donuts with your sausage, and then I, I actually haven't tried any plant any of these impossible meats or whatever they are, uh, the plant based whatever crap. I've heard I've heard both things. I've heard that they're really good. From people who don't eat meat. Uh, and I've heard that they taste like garbage from people who do. <laughs> my, my dad, he told me that the Impossible Burger is, if you are looking for a burger, but you do not want to, for some reason, consume meat at that time, it is the best choice there is. Well, well I, I've had some really good black bean burgers. Not as a substitute for meat, just yeah. because it's like a an alternative burger. Right. It's like a different recipe. Exactly. That's what dad, my dad's pace point was like. He's like, if you don't for some reason want to eat beef, but you still want it in the shape of a patty, then Impossible Burger is where it's at. If you're looking for something that tastes like meat and is meat and is delicious, don't get it. Huh. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of want to try it just so that I can say I've tried it. The problem is it's from my least favorite fast food restaurant. I think they have them in several now. I, I've i only seen the Impossible Burger at Burger King, and Burger King is by far the shittiest of fast foods. You think? Yep. Huh. I, I had Burger King uh, a couple months ago, and I thought it was fine. I thought it was like pretty much the exact same as McDonald's, just maybe a hair not as good. Although they do have chicken fries. Ooh. So, I mean, those are just like, they're not they're not even even like adult chicken tenders. <laughs> they're just like, they're just chicken tenders for kids. I, I love chicken tenders. <laughs> Let me tell you a thing. Are you the person that if they go to a restaurant and they can't figure out what they want, they just get the chicken tender platter? It is always a safe bet. It is. It's so irritating to go to restaurants with people and they refuse to try something new. So... I, yeah, I don't really do that that much unless I've been to the restaurant before and I don't feel like a giant burger or something like That's that. That's totally acceptable. Like, you know, let's say we go to Applebee's and you don't feel like eating the classic microwave dinners. You can get the microwave chicken tenders, which are the same exact you get at home. I think they probably put them in the oven. No, didn't you know that Applebee's only microwaves their food? They don't even have ovens back there. I Really? Yeah, it's just walls and walls of microwaves. No way. No. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, way. No way. It's the best microwave food in the neighborhood. No no way. Yeah. There's that, there's no they don't even have a single grill? No. That do you know how they get the bowl like sizzling? Microwave? They just microwave the bowl, get it like really hot. Yeah. And then they just toss the you know, the meat it's warmed up in the microwave as well, then they put a little extra water in it so it sizzles off the bowl and then just bring it out. Huh. I feel I feel like you're fucking with me. No. I do know that a lot of their food is I'm pretty sure all their food is like pre-packaged. Yeah, and they toss it in the microwave. I don't fuck. I mean, shit. Jeez. Wow. I'm glad I haven't been to Applebee's <laughs> in a while. Applebee's, come find me. Uh, yeah, no, chicken tenders are still fine though. They're fine there. I don't the, know. I'm, just, I'm saying chicken tenders are acceptable if you don't feel like eating anything else. Chicken tenders are acceptable, but if you go to a restaurant and you're like, I don't know what I want. I don't want to try anything on this menu because I've never heard of it or it doesn't. Uh, okay. And you get chicken tenders, you're just a little bitch. Oh wow! Just pulling, <laughs> pulling that out. It's mostly because right. Nick, Nick yeah. does that. All right, he gets chicken tenders, and that irks me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, some people just uh, don't don't are not adventurous with food, and you know what? That's uh, whatever. But you also, you know what? Also, has everyone else open a tizzy? What's up? Getting bombs dropped on them. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> So when the draft starts, are you gonna you gonna hop in? I'm exempt. Why are we exempt? I'm exempt because I went to college and I'm already supporting the military. Okay. I didn't... Or I'm pretty sure. It, <laughs> so I I believe in the last one. If you were in college or had a useful college degree, you were exempt, like engineering or whatever. And I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to going into to be an officer, right? Because yeah. there's no way I would enlist. No, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. Wouldn't be super opposed to it. Uh, don't see a draft actually happening though. No, we've we've got such a huge military as it is. Not as big as one might think. We have more reserve than like we have enough reserve. Oh, we don't have if to you fill. count reserve, yeah, okay, yeah. We don't have to fill a draft ever. We got lots of bodies to throw at them. Do you know that a lot of times the military sends national guard overseas because it's cheaper than sending the army? Yeah, I I didn't know that until oh. I. I um, met someone who works in the National Guard. Yeah. And he was deployed in Qatar. 
Yeah, that's I had a, I had a friend who was also deployed to Cutter. It's a, as a National Guard. Yep. That's that doesn't even make you know sense on paper. It's my, it's, it's National Guard, not International Guard. <laughs> two of my two of my fraternity brothers are in the National Guard. That's how they're paying to go through school. Sure. And, you would do that for sure. Uh, one is being deployed to somewhere overseas, and I was like, "How? Yeah, it it and it boggled my mind." He was like, "I'm just there to absorb the bullets for when the army actually shows up." Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I was like, "That's a good way to put that." Yeah, I mean, someone's got to do it, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, isn't the saying that the Marines die on the beach so the army can die farther inland? I've never heard that one that's, I think that's what Navy guys say Because that's what my dad's been telling me for the last 25 years Okay <laughs> the, Navy, the Navy is just a big Uber <laughs> They certainly do a, sh- do a lot of shuttling around Yes they do They certainly do, do So I, I, let, I know we try to avoid politics here Yeah But I think it's time for us to delve in just You think? Just a little bit You, you really want to bite that bullet? That's not the right phrase. That's it's not the right phrase. But I pull I, that thread. I'm not is. going to put out how I think our country should be run. I'm not going to bring those politics into it. But I want to know what your thoughts are on. Uh, do you think a war will actually? Nope. Okay. That... I do not. I I well okay. I guess I was talking to Casey about this. I was like, until. And she's way more knowledgeable on this than I am because she wanted to look it up and actually be informed about it. And I'm just, <laughs> I, so she's telling me the stuff. So I guess I'm more informed than your average person because of her. <laughs> uh, so I, I, my opinion is until Russia or China decides to back somebody, it, we're, it's totally fine. Nothing, nothing's going to come out of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I would hope that uh, the leadership of this country is good enough to prevent a war. I'm assuming they don't want a war, but I don't know. I don't always know the intentions of the uh, the government, but I don't. I don't think it'll happen either way. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, even the things I've seen on social media, like Iran, is very, very split. Well, yeah, they're too busy shooting down their own airplanes. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's not the first time this has happened in like that's the last the, year. That's so upsetting that it's not the first time it's happened. See that? See that's the thing. I don't as a as a computer engineer. <laughs> Like it was, it had to have been a person that pressed the button. There was not like an automatic system that twice was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> it's an M16, shoot it down!" No, somebody, 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 somebody pressed the button. There's no way that a, a computer system messed up like that. But but how do they do that twice? Like yeah. you know, that's why you don't put Jeffy, <laughs> the, the like mentally challenged kid, in front of the controls. People who have a cognitive disorder, Brendan. <laughs> it's people who have a cognitive... You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> people who have a cognitive disorder. You don't put Hefe, who has a cognitive disorder, on the sticks there. <laughs> we, we watched um, the movie The Ringer, which is a 2004 or 2006 movie about a guy who decides to rig the Special Olympics by pretending to be special. Oh, yeah. Uh, his name was Jeffy and we watched it last night or Friday night and, uh, was it good? It was a movie that would not be made today. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, I mean, South Park still exists. South Park still exists, but, but South Park is never going away. I, I don't know. It's, it's different because South Park really, really makes 
thought-provoking points. It's so it's so satirical. This movie was not that satirical. It was <laughs> it was it was kind of funny, but I don't know. It would not have been made today. That's it's just people would not have allowed that. That's the second time you've talked about a show that like if you look at it just just for what it is, it's a stupid ass show. Uh-huh. And you're like it's thought provoking. You're the you are the reason why English professors exist. Well, but South they, Park because they is- read a book and they're like, this guy is a genius. The Rose is about religion. So, well, so satire is <laughs> thought provoking. I and South Park, not all of it, uh, but mo- especially the more recent stuff is just pure satire commentary on politics or whatever yeah. the happenings are. No, I will give it to you. Okay. It, it, but the... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not John, so please don't give it to me. <laughs> You're not daddy? No. Oh, <laughs> daddy. Oh, sire. Sorry, continue. <laughs> what a stupid thing to say in an email. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> the, uh, Marty. The, uh, no. Rick and Marty. Rick and Marty. Rick and- <laughs> Richard and Marty. <laughs> Good old space team. That is one that I refuse to say is thought invoking. It's just stupid. That one's not not as satirical, uh, but it's I don't know. I don't know. Entertaining, I, I could give you, but absolutely I will, entertaining. I will not say it requires a high level of intelligence to enjoy. They try to make it seem that way, at least. I don't. I, <laughs> I think don't you're know. Reading into it too much. It, well, actually, not how it's written. How it's written is, is, is I, I don't know. I don't know. There, <laughs> there's such a split online. There are people who are like, oh, your IQ is not high enough to understand Rick and Morty. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. You take out of it what you get, what you put into it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you can you can take South Park at face value. You, you absolutely could. can. But you'd be a moron. <laughs> yeah. just, you would have a cognitive disability. <laughs> oh, I just need, need to get better at that. I... I was streaming last night, and I oh, have you have you mentioned your stream on the podcast yet? I just did. Uh, you actually, you said you were going to stream in the past. Yes, I I have been streaming. Do you want to mention uh, how to find you? Nope, nope. I don't. I don't know. You sh- no. I don't want to. Pro- I are hate- you not? You ashamed of your uh, your username <laughs> there? Is that what it is? I so you can find me. At booty xx monster <laughs> on Twitch for most weeknights uh, for around ten thirty to about midnight. Okay, the majority of our audience probably yeah. gets better eight. They're all <laughs> myself work- included. They're all working class individuals. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it'll happen. Yeah. So <laughs> you are welcome to come check out the Twitch stream. Booty monster. Uh, <laughs> I am the booty monster on Twitch. Hey, but you got a dope ass icon. Yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, my my good if friend for nothing Subex else. drew it. <laughs> if for nothing else, check that out. <laughs> yeah. So, but back to what I was saying about streaming. I now that I've been to that seminar, I I'm trying my hardest because at work I have to, I'm 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 going to have to use this terminology. So I'm trying to get better about using it naturally. When are you are you gonna have to interact with these yeah. disabled people? People <laughs> who have disabilities. It's the same thing. <laughs> I know, but. <laughs> Yes, the, this this Independence Now organization is bringing in people who have the disabilities that, to test and evaluate yep. your stuff. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So they're they're going to be the subjective measures. Me and three other people are the objective measures of whether or not it actually works in practice. Right. 
Like if the wall can't move, it doesn't work or like it can't support the weight. Like let's say we like, you know, your wheelchair, your electric wheelchair and you weigh 900 pounds. We, I, I, I have to test whether or not it can take that load. Yeah. So th- there's that. Is that how much electric wheelchairs weigh? They weigh around. Wow, like, they, they weigh like 600 or so. 600, 700 pounds. So you're just assuming that a disabled person weighs 300 pounds just because they sit in a wheelchair? I'm that is so if, fucked up. If they total that. so that. wrong. Look at, look at all these stigmas. You're, you should not be on the internet. That's, uh, that's where we're getting out of this. Are you kidding? <laughs> I freaking hate you. Just, just let me. Just because they're in a wheelchair does not mean they're fat. Continue. I did it. <laughs> I just said... That if they total 900 pounds or more, not that then every person in an electric wheelchair totals 900 pounds. I thought you said when. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So, yes, I have to interact with these people. And you have to, there is certain decorum that they would like from us. And that's what this seminar was about, was how we address them, how we talk to them. And... Honestly, I don't like the fact that I have to change the way I talk for like a so, group. I that, like it's not me being natural, so it's not me being genuine either. That's how I feel. If I'm not talking okay. genuinely, I'm not disrespectful. I'm not going to be like, Haha, "What's up, cheer? What's up, wheels? How are you?" <laughs> so I think that like if I have to, I, I am a respectful person and. The fact that I have jobs and I continue to get jobs and I get a, I represent myself well and I am a, an asset to my company. I will say that I am a respectful individual. Wait to fuck up that nail, dumbass! But that's to me. That's oh, just okay, to me, okay. not to anybody else. So I just think that I, since I have to be, I have to consciously think about what I am saying all the time, it makes me not be genuine. So, so what you say, you're not genuine on your stream? I am genuine on my stream. But you just have to, you just said you have to consciously, consciously I'm trying, think about... I'm trying hard to make it a natural thing. So it, it will be me being genuine. It's not me being like, what's up, handicap? And it's instead of be like, oh, how... Because when I say, what's up, person with a disability or who has a disability... That's, that's just as bad. I think it is. So I think if I just know their name... So what, how, if, what if you're going bowling with someone and they really suck, but you want to kind of make it interesting? I'm, where are you going with Do this? Do you give them a disability? <laughs> I go up and kneecap him. <laughs> <laughs> or is it a handicap? Because <laughs> that's defensive. You remember, uh, you've seen Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. You remember uh, Gimli? The dwarf? No, no, no. A person <laughs> with exceptionally short stature. That is the right way to say it, right? People who have short stature. People of short stature or people who have short stature. Yes. That is the way that Independence Now would like... You to address people. Independence <laughs> now? That is what they As are. As if they weren't independent before because they're disabled. So, yes. So is that really? Their whole thing is they work with individuals who have disabilities. And, like, let's say you live in an apartment and they're not willing to make changes for you because it would cost something. You go to Independence Now and Independence Now will basically take this you know this apartment to court right yeah ada yep yep so they're they're part of that whole organization uh i i like 
I like what they're doing. I think it's it has a good moral principle. I just don't like the way they're going about and doing it. Ah, uh, that's a uh, that's just about everything. Yeah, in the world. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it's it's not, not everything. A lot of things. It's what I have to work with for the next month or two months. I have to I have to especially be careful about what I say because we have the higher ups. I'll be. It's not that I'm working with people with disabilities. It's the higher ups are going to be right next to me. You don't want to. You don't want to make Granddaddy mad. No, no, I don't want to make Granddaddy mad. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, so you get the belt again, <laughs> or the or the extension cord. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on on that note, you got anything else to add? No, no, I'm good. All right. Well, let, I'm I'm gonna go make a plant based patty, put it on a donut with some egg and some cheese, and get high and shit kill myself. Oh. oh, oh, different directions. <laughs> there uh thank you so much for listening to blanche speed uh we'll we'll be back next week we will see you all next week check out the patreon check out the insta uh you can find us at launch speed yeah if you check out the insta you can uh you can peek some pics of our stood <laughs> exactly uh also any critiques, any feedback you'd like to give us, you can reach us at launchspeed at gmail.com. Please send us an email if Zach needs to see a psychologist. See you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>